Blog Talk Radio. of going quiet there for a little while while we got things sorted out here. But we're back, and we're back with a vengeance and ready to uh, share great information with you what's happening in the IT community here in, uh, you know, around the world. And we're going to have lots of great guests for the week. And we're going to try to keep to a regular schedule here at 10 o'clock east every Wednesday. So, uh, hey, we're back, and we've got a great guest here with us today, and we're going to bring our guest on in a second. But I highly recommend if you're, uh, if you're listening to us, uh, hey, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ulistic, and it's U-L-I-S-T-I-C, and, uh, you know, like us on there, we're going to have a lot of show updates, and we're going to have articles from our uh, guests, and, and the uh, recording of the show will be posted there. Anyway, it's a 30-minute show, and we're going to end up rocking and rolling here with our uh, guests. We're going to bring in Murray Quibel. Now, Murray is a great uh, colleague of mine, friend of mine from uh, from the Calgary from my days there when I was in uh, Western Canada, and uh, Murray is the president of Acuris, which is a great new firm in uh, Alberta, Specializing on e, uh, ERP solutions and cloud accounting solutions, you know I think a lot of uh, folks are concerned about the cloud or curious about the cloud. And Murray, hopefully, will uh, put to rest some of those uh, concerns uh, today. Good morning, Murray. What's uh, what's happening out in Calgary today? Hey, Stuart. Hi. There's a lot of background noise. It's almost like you're getting repeated, and it's covering off your. No, oh, interesting. So let's just, uh, we'll see. Anyway, so can you hear me okay, Murray? I can, but your last comments are still playing. Interesting. Okay, well, I don't know what I can control there, but we'll, uh, hey, we'll try to work through it. That's, uh, that's all we can really, uh, what we can really do here. Uh, so, Murray, anyway, tell us a little about yourself and, um, you know, Acuris and, what, you know, where your career started and how you got to where you're at today. I think we're having some technical difficulties. Let me just, uh, Murray, can you hear me okay? Are you there? Yeah, Stuart, I can hear you, but what, like I said, it's about a, say, a 10-second delay, and what I'm hearing is your last comments from about 10 seconds okay. covering everything All right. saying so right turn, now. Turn, Murray, turn down your radio or turn down your Internet speakers, uh, and you'll hear me over the phone better. That's what you're, you're getting a delay coming through the, through the uh, broad, blog talk radio panel there. That may help you there, because there's a 10-second delay. So while I'm already figuring that out, let me uh, tell you a bit about the show here. So the show is going to be on every Wednesday starting uh, starting today. We're going to go at 10 o'clock every day or every Wednesday for the next, uh, I don't know, for foreseeable, foreseeable future. Next week we have uh, Brent Costello from Intel Hybrid Cloud on. We're going to talk about their uh, great solution. Learned lots about it last week at the St. Louis MSPU boot camp. Let's see Murray's back. He's got his audio issue sorted out there. Right, Murray, uh, can you hear me okay now? Okay, Murray. If you're having, if you uh, if you uh, can hear me, okay. You got to turn down your close your internet browser for me. 
you don't hear any of that stuff on the internet browser, okay? Hey, Stuart, I'm back here. Are you there, Stuart? Are you there, Stuart? Or, I'm here, Murray. Can you, uh, let me just, I'm muting your other one here. Are you, uh, are you dialing on the landline now? Yeah, I'm going to landline, yeah. That works a lot better. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess you were getting some feedback over the delay off the browser there. Well, anyway, so, Murray, what I was asking you, tell us a little bit about your history, uh, where you started in the IT industry, and, uh, you know, your background, and how you got to where you're at today. Yeah, sounds good. The uh, my, So, my background uh, starts from the financial side. So, my, I'm a chartered accountant by trade, um, but I've also... Uh, I've gotten a specialization in information technology. So the actual designation is a CAIT. Now, I've been working with uh, uh, IT and information technology for over 20 years. So after I got my, uh, my CA, I went straight into setting up systems, setting up accounting systems, uh, and we got to, into a company that uh, that's what we did. We did full outsourced IT, everything from software development to enterprise resource planning systems, and uh, technical support. Uh, so that's that's my whole career for for about the last twenty or so odd years. So a great uh, great story about vertical. You know, thinking of vertical special specialty and moving it into the IT world, which is great. Hey, so Murray, this is getting. You know, there's a lot of definition about the cloud out there. What is your definition of the cloud? You know, if I if somebody comes and said, Murray, what is the cloud? What would you tell them? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the uh, the approach of a business user. Uh, I'm not going to give. There's a lot of technical definitions of what the cloud is out there, uh, and, that, and it, it really does mean something different to everybody. And it means something different to uh, large enterprise organizations versus small and medium-sized businesses. But again, what what's important for me is understanding what the business and really what the user is trying to accomplish. Uh, so what that that's what I want to focus on is what's in it for the users. You know, some some people typically lose sight of, of really where the cloud came from and, and what it what it really its origins were when people drew up network diagrams. They they drew a big picture of a cloud and and called that the internet, uh, and that's where it came from. And it doesn't need to really be any more complicated than that. Uh, so what what I the way I like to think about it is cloud means using the internet to access servers or software applications, and often it's off-site. So you're using the Internet to access things that you really need to use for your business. So really from a user perspective, it's all about services. You know, the ability to use computing resources and applications that just simply work for you and for your business without worrying about the uh, the technical details. Okay, so that, that, that makes a lot of sense, Rory. Um, you know, you're you're specializing in ERP and accounting systems, not traditionally cloud-based uh, solutions, more on-premise. Uh, is, is this a new frontier for cloud computing? Because we know a lot of people who listen to this program are going to be, you know, used to using, you know, hosted exchange, maybe some spam filtering, you know, those type of services in the cloud. We never used to think about moving line of business apps in the cloud, but really, Murray, this is nothing new. It's been around there for a while. Is that is that is that a fair statement to make? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there's a couple things that, that I might say a little different for that now. Is it so right now? You're right. Is that there's been a, a hesitation? You know, accounting uh, accountants 
and the accounting systems really have always been, say, the last types of systems that, that move to a new technology. And a lot of that is because uh, certainly there's a lot of uh, large systems, there's a lot of investment in those systems, and, and there's a lot of users that are using them, so it really is hard to change. But what again, what we're seeing now is that users are demanding uh, really better ways to get access to information and better ways to use systems. Uh, they want to use personal devices, they're uh, on the road, they're, they're different locations, and they really want to access uh, systems in a manner that, uh, that just works a little bit better. Uh, what uh, some of the, you know, from a business user, they want access to customer information, um, their, their files offline, they want to use their office applications, and, but, and they also want to have access to accounting and enterprise resource planning uh, information. Uh, and that, that, those are things that people just want to use. So yeah, we see the cloud right now as really being an enabler that allows people to really get what they've always really wanted out of IT and out of their technology investments. Uh, one of the, the parallels I like to use is uh, think of it like the electricity grid, where uh, you know a lot of us, you know, not too many of us know how electricity is generated or how it's uh, trans, you know, transformed or delivered to our house, but we know how to turn our lights on, we know how to use our computers, we know how to use our, our kitchen appliances. And, and again, that's all about services. We plug something in and we use it. We don't really want to worry about the technical details. But yeah, we're, we're seeing that now where customers are now getting in, you know, not just with email and maybe some uh, Dropbox applications, that kind of stuff, but when they're starting to go cloud, then they, they, they have to go, well, how, how am I going to run my, my business? You know, well, how am I going to, if, I, if I'm starting to move servers away from my office, how am I actually going to do my accounting and get my financial reports done and start to look at my business operations? So, yeah, that, that, the technology is certainly a driver for sure. And so, I mean, there's a lot of uh, hesitation, especially in the IT community, about the cloud. Uh, and one of the arguments, of course, is security. Um, and privacy it can really can can business today trust data that resides in a you know in a cloud type of uh, platform? Yeah, you know, and that's a great question. And, and really, it is. Uh, you look at any of the the surveys from from any of the big consulting firms or really anyone, and security and privacy are consistently the number one concerns out there. Uh, what uh, so, so it's not it's really not a really easy question but but the the easy answer is that is that yes we can we can rely on the cloud to uh to to you know to be uh to fulfill our needs for security and privacy you know data can be uh secure in the cloud now some of the some of the easy easy things to to look at uh is that one of the first things that comes to mind is you know have, hey have you have have you used the uh, internet banking? Uh, some of, those are some of the easy things that, that people always do, or they use. And uh, people, I mean, what could be more uh, private than uh, than uh, your personal banking information? Um, some of the other easy answers to the question is that you look at uh, how, pull up Salesforce.com's uh, website and look at their customer list. We've got some of the largest insurance and financial uh, institutions using uh, Salesforce.com, which is really a, a public cloud. So some, those are some of the easy answers. But, but I think the key thing, when you really wonder, is it secure enough for your business, you have to break it down into what, what are you really doing. And uh, you know, one of the th things that I look at, uh, if, if you hit the uh, 
the Privacy Commissioner of Canada website and, and even some of the provincial uh, Privacy Commissioner of Alberta, for example, is that they, they are pro-technology. The, there's nothing in anything that they say that, that specifically excludes using the cloud. Uh, what it comes down to is that, is that the fundamentals of any uh, kind of infrastructure have to be considered. So you have to look at uh, uh, all the threats that exist with data and technology are really the same with the cloud as they are with any, any application out there. So you have to make sure that, that you're, you're thinking practical, and uh, taking care of all the all the things that you always really need to do with with any technologies. So it's really not that that different. Yes, there are some some best practices out there to look at, but at the end of the day, it's 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 technology. You have to have uh, you know policies in place and good practices in place to mitigate uh, risk. And Murray, since our show is primarily focused on the MSP, the IT bar uh, community. What role do you see the managed service provider or the IT guy as companies move to the cloud? Uh, many MSPs are concerned, of course. Uh, may, maybe not openly, but I guess you know in private uh, settings, a lot of chatter go back and forth on, you know, where do they see their companies in the next, uh, you know, two or three, five, ten years of this cloud adoption, you know, peaks, and you know, many of the bigger vendors are starting to compete in their in their space, and they're. You know, they're fear that they're going to be replaced. You know, they're definitely rolling out less servers. You know, there's definitely the whole concern of personal devices and, you know, that P and PC that can just be easily plugged in and, and away to go. You know, should MSPs concern or what, or what role are they going to be uh, playing in the next uh, few years? Yeah, I mean, I mean, a great, great question again. And I think the key thing there is that uh, in most cases, their businesses need to change. Uh, so what, when when people are moving servers into into a hosted environment, or, or actually moving complete applications into a complete web-based or hosted environment, uh, then what it becomes is that the devices that people are using are a lot simpler. They can they really can go to Best Buy and just grab a, a, a cheap computer, put that on their desk, and start working with it. They've got less configuration and less reliance on that that particular computer in their office. So here you're right. There, you know that that's a threat because the, some of the traditional services of, of putting in networks and servers and, and PC support uh, in a lot of cases go away. Uh, what, however, what I, what I look at that is that to me it's a real opportunity. But you know, the businesses do need to change a little bit, but, but it's like any, any technology, and that, that's the nature of our business is that you always have to be uh, recognizing and positioning for change. Uh, what, uh, what, what I would suggest is that, is that think of it as an opportunity. When, and when you look at what the customers are trying to do, they're all, all trying to do more with less and trying to, to get better systems. So you know, don't, don't think of uh, cloud applications as a threat. Think of it as an opportunity to really get in there and, and be that trusted advisor to your customer. Because there's going to be some real questions about security and privacy that they're going to need a uh, they're going to need someone to sort through that. So the role you should take: help them put it all together, sort through the risks and the benefits, um, put forth a strategy. Uh, well, of course, make sure they have a some kind of a, a IT strategy that fits with their corporate strategy. But uh, make sure that what they're trying to do fits within that strategy. And uh, you know, as a managed service provider, as a trusted advisor, uh, most of those people are best positioned to take on that role, uh, and then really embrace the different technologies that are out there and uh, try to help your customer through, you know, what works best and what doesn't. So, you know, nothing new that Murray that you're saying here that we 
haven't said uh, at a numerous events or MSPs have heard that that you know I wouldn't say the days of being a technical expert are gone. There's definitely going to be need for technology professionals in the world, but I think uh, MSPs really need to start focusing and staffing up on uh, you know people like yourself who are uh, you know CPAs or accountants or uh, professional services type of type of folks. Uh, I, always, I always recommend they look up to uh, you know Microsoft Dynamics Partners is a great example of you know how to run a business as a, te- a technical focus organization with professionals uh, doing the work. You know you you came back you came out of the Dynamics role, Murray. Uh, you know running a Dynamics shop three years ago, but uh, you know is that a is that a, a, a trend that you're going to sort of see the hiring guys like you to uh, you know run inside the IT company to deal with the clients on a day to day basis. Well, I think, you know, again, I think it's, uh, I mean, a couple of strategies that, that uh, you know, managed service providers can take is that, is that you know, you can, you, you know, either develop the expertise in-house to, to have a consulting side of your business, meaning that, uh, that, that has, have a solutions specialist in there. And I think most people have done that. Now, and, uh, you know, even, even say bringing in a, a guy like me or a, a company like me, I mean, many could think of that as a threat too. But, but I think the key thing there is that you can either develop it in-house or develop partnerships with different, uh, different vendors and different people. But again, bring them in kind of under your wing and uh, make sure that, that, that their philosophies are, are the same as yours and that you really are providing value-added service to the customer. Now, what ends up happening is that if so, so if if they brought in me or if they brought in someone to to put in a, a web-based uh, uh, CRM system or you know or ERP system like I'm able to provide, it's uh, uh, again you're you're helping your customer do what they want. So it's not you know you know it's not uh, you know I'm going to of course be there and uh, if they need help on a with printing or or help configuring something or some custom development. Or just another, you know, anything that's technical. That that's certainly not my expertise. I'm going to want to go back to the managed service provider and get them to help me with that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, makes makes a lot of sense. So, you know, Murray, um, you know, you've kind of addressed some of the, you know, what the cloud is. You know, where we're seeing, uh, you know, the role of security and privacy playing, and the, you know, the role of the MSP. Let's let's move now to the line of business side. So, you know, the cloud ERP. So you know these are very you know at one time these are very complex uh, solutions, primarily enterprise or mid market type solutions. Is the cloud enabling small companies now to hop on the ERP bandwagon? Um, yeah, in some cases, you know, but but I think the key thing is that is that the cloud really or cloud ERP is not is really not just for small companies, and and I think some people. Uh, might think of that, and they might be thinking, uh, you know, just in terms of some of the the easy examples we know, you know, Gmail or or Salesforce or Zoho CRM things like that. But but really, a lot of a lot of the the cloud adoption is being pushed by the enterprise. So it really comes right from the enterprise straight through the the small businesses, uh, and and of course right into the mid market. Uh, so it's not. It does allow certainly. Uh, I see, uh, you know, cloud technology certainly. Uh, as being enablers for all types of businesses, so regardless of size. I mean, it does for a small company. Yeah, I mean, I think the, if you bring your IT in-house, if you've got servers somewhere in a closet somewhere, I mean, you, you really, most of them cannot 
uh, afford the time or resources or, or dollars to to put together a professionally managed data center with you know proper backups and proper disaster recovery plans in place. Uh, so that certainly allows them to to get uh, into more of a professional environment for for certainly less effort and, and usually less cost. So certainly that makes sense for for small businesses, uh, but but really across. Across the board, from enterprise companies to uh, to small businesses, there's there's different benefits uh, all all through that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Makes sense, Murray. So you know, um, we already talked about security. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of personal information that goes in an ERP solution. You know, just want to make sure we get the numbers clean. Are these cloud ERP solutions really secure? Well, I think you know when. So now, when you kind of break it down, so we say we talked about the cloud, you know, and is the the cloud you know secure? And and you know, of course, like any technology, we have to make sure that we're covering off the the easy things around physical access and and things like that. Um, the cloud does introduce a, a little bit of a, a extra you know sense of if your data is shared in a public cloud or a public hosting facility, there's more risk than if it's in a, a private one. So when we think now about uh, cloud ERP software, again, there are some best practices that, that, that we need to follow. And of course, some systems are better than others. Uh, a couple examples, again, I think in a lot of cases, and, and we're seeing some of the, the recent stats that, that, that I've seen out there is that the private cloud adoption, really what that is, is instead of being in a, a multi-tenant uh, uh, hosted facility, you've got more of a, a secure, almost dedicated uh, cloud that's maybe more in the local data center. So that, that's one, one thing that we're seeing. As far as a, a best practice, if you're concerned about privacy and if you're putting now your, uh, your financial information and, and personal information that might be payroll information and human resources, uh, most, you know, a lot of companies are turning to private clouds. So that, that's a key thing. Um, the other one would be backups. Uh, some of the other things I would suggest is that, is that uh, you know, one of the main concerns, what happens if the uh, hosting provider uh, goes bankrupt or if they uh, all of a sudden their pricing model becomes onerous? Well, why would – oh, it's your data. It's always your data, but uh, I would always recommend uh, another backup. So, again, the critical information – uh, of course, a lot of people would think email is just as critical as anything else, but uh, but again, with financial information, I would take the extra step and have a separate backup. But when you start getting into cloud ERP software, now we start to need to break it down into you know where is the data being stored and what kind of database is it. So then I would go to you know is it an enterprise class database you know like Microsoft SQL Server, and you know if it is, then there's security is inherent in the application, inherent in the database. So it kind of takes it again from the, the cloud uh, concerns, you know, back into the application concerns. So I, I, would, I would, you know, when we start thinking about ERP software, I would think, again, what's the user requirements and how is the data being stored? And if it's in a, uh, an enterprise class system with an enterprise class database, the data is being uh, secured right from the, right the get-go as well as the access rights and uh, you know different screens and functions that users can access that that all fits as part of the security so so it kind of takes it into the application layer and the database layer as, as well when we talk about security is that uh, okay that uh, yeah so that answers a lot of the questions about security you know one of the questions of course a lot of companies have Murray is the ownership of the data I mean I'm happy that you address that you know the, the business continues to own the data and it really uh, makes sure that they know where their data is stored and, of course, different rules, compliance rules and 
regulatory uh, requirements are going to uh, address some of those uh, some of those questions. But you know, let's talk about uh, you know regulatory. And while we got about five minutes left here, is um, you know what regulatory uh, concerns, if any, exist uh, with cloud ERP uh, type solutions when it comes to you know things like uh, Sarbanes Oxley or HIPAA or things like that. Well, I you know again I you know and I I refer back to. Uh, you know, documents that are that are publicly available documents on the uh, Privacy Commissioner of Canada site, and uh, you know, in in right there, they they actually address some of those issues directly. You know, are cloud applications secure? Is there anything in the Canadian legislation that prohibits uh, us from using it? And the answer is no. I mean, they, they re- defer again to to some of the uh, the you know the strategies for securing. Uh, Applications in general and securing your infrastructure in general, those still supersede anything that, that's separate on the cloud. Now, one of the things I guess you know there are some. Uh, so the answer is is is, is a simple yes, they are compliant. Now, uh, depending on your industry, there are a few provincial legislations that that do dictate. You know, for example, public sector organizations that do dictate that your data is resident in your uh, local local uh you know territory so there's a, a few um few industries that are provincial have a separate provincial mandate around that so so people need to look at that but again i i, I turn back is it uh, again to look at some of the largest uh, companies out there that are storing all of our personal information whether it's banking information or healthcare information or personal information and, and they they are leveraging public cloud systems let alone private cloud so again it's not just a matter of well, hey, I guess they're doing it. We all should do it. But I think what we're seeing, you know, that's not the only reason to to adopt it. We have to take a practical approach around security and make sure that we uh, have policies in place for it. Uh, but but there's a certainly there is a wave that's being driven by the by the big guys really that that really do have the the resources and have done the research to satisfy themselves that that this stuff does work and it is secure. Very good, Murray. Uh, yeah, that, that really helps. And for those listeners uh, outside of Canada, uh, I also highly recommend that you engage with your, um, you know, local or state government and find out uh, what uh, r- rules and regulations are in place, especially when it comes to things like HIPAA and other uh, PCI compliance, those type of things like that. And if you're outside of Canada, U.S., again, look at your uh, local government and and, uh, and federal government to find out what the rules are and how you know how to play the game. Because each country is going to be just maybe just a little bit different. Uh, but uh, you know that's that's uh, a good uh, foundation, Murray, to uh, you know build upon as we uh, kind of come to the wrap up of the show here. My name is Stuart Crawford. I'm in conversation with Murray Quibel from Acris. So Murray, uh, in the last few minutes, I always want to give the, our uh, those people that come on the program a chance to really promote what they do. So let me tell tell us about Acris uh, and what your what your company does and the service that you provide. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So Acrius does uh, cloud ERP software and consulting. Um, what? Uh, so we've talked a little bit about ERP software, and uh, I often need to explain what that is a little bit. Uh, what you know, and that's everything from SAP and and uh, uh, the Oracle at the top end to uh, products like QuickBooks on the on the bottom end, uh, and really then everything in in the middle. Uh, my market is ER is mid market ERP, so it's in the middle there. Uh, what what I like about cloud now is is again cloud has enabled us 
or me as a provider, to really give customers what they really have always wanted. They want quick deployments, uh, access to information really anywhere, anytime, using any device. Uh, so what if I'm able to offer them a solution just strictly using a web browser, that really accomplishes a lot of that. Uh, again, a, a lot of the users, again, they're not... Uh, they're not technical. They don't want to get into the technical details. So, you know, again, let the managed service provider and the tech, technical people provide that layer of, of uh, infrastructure, and then let, let me focus on the application. So that, that's what I do. I put those kinds of systems in. Uh, what it starts with and throughout the process, it's all about uh, consulting, and, you know, understanding business requirements. So ERP software in the cloud is no different than uh, ERP software has always been. We have to make sure that uh, we're understanding what the customer requirements are across the business and then uh, doing a, a fit gap analysis through that and then figuring out how the solution can work or, or if it doesn't work for their business. And you know, I, I'm a consultant first to make sure that, that it fits and then be there with them uh, throughout the implementation to, to make sure that uh, we're getting it, getting it right. Cool, great, great, Brian. You you also work with uh, MSPs as well. So, uh, you know, tell us quickly uh, how you uh, engage with other managed service providers or IT companies. Yeah, I think it's you know I'm able to provide that value added service to to really uh, let you keep that customer for life. Uh, so if you know if customers are are starting to poke around with with cloud based uh, CRM systems, they're looking at Salesforce or they're they're looking at uh, you know web based uh, uh, applications of, of any type for their operations, you know, what, what ends up happening is they start to migrate into the cloud, then uh, uh, eventually they're going to need to look at an ERP system. So that, again, as a managed service provider, if you're able to come to the table to say, hey, we've got this covered for you too. Uh, here are some of the considerations to think about. Here are some of the risks and benefits throughout that whole strategy. But, by the way, we can take care of all these things, plus be able to uh, to offer a you know a solution for for your accounting and financial reporting and, and really all the enterprise resource planning functionality, then that just provides a value added service to MSPs. Now, as far as as I go, I I don't want to get into the technical details at all. So that's something that I will you know completely and always outsource to to managed service providers who, who know that stuff best. Great, we're out of time, Murray. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, check out Murray's website at. Accurus, A-Q-U-R-U-S dot C-A. That's uh, www.accurus.ca. And uh, Murray will be able to, uh, you know, engage with him through the, through the website, you know, fill out his online form and, uh, and submit it, and you'll be able to link up uh, with him through his website. And uh, we want to welcome you to check back in next week with the MSP Show as we uh, welcome Brett Costello from Intel Hybrid Cloud. He's going to share uh, the ins and outs of that great solution that I learned a lot about last week in uh, St. Louis at the Managed Service Provider University uh, boot camp that we just recently completed in uh, St. Louis. Anyway, on behalf of Murray and uh, myself, Stuart Crawford, thank you for tuning in to the MFP show again uh, this week, and welcome back to the program. Uh, we're going to get uh, back, we're going to get the uh, machine rolling in the right direction here, and we welcome you to tune in every week, uh, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, tune in next week, and we've got some great shows coming up. So this is Stuart Crawford signing off for the MFP Show for this week, and we'll talk to you all again next week.